So today we're going to be starting the fifth lesson, which is going to be focusing on trauma-informed care and specifically cognitive behavioral interventions, which is one of the most useful ways of addressing trauma. So today we'll focus mostly on cognitive behavioral interventions, which I'll be defining shortly. امروز راجب درمان صحبت میکنیم و درمان کاغنیتیو اگر کسی در کلاس پیشنهاد برای این ترجمه داره به من بگیم کمک میکنه کاغنیتیو تیراپی رو بیشتر صحبت میکنیم Um, to talk a little bit about empowerment, that the focus of trauma is to empower the person to regain control over their lives and understand cognitive behavioral therapy. اولش صحبت میکنیم که در هر نوع هر روش معالجه امنیت و اطمینان ایجاد کردن مهم هست. Empowerment یا اعتماد به نفس دادن به اون فرد مهم هست و راجع به خود کالنیتیف ترپی و این روش رو متدارجی این روش رو صحبت میکنیم okay, next slide please trauma robs the, the person who suffers from trauma of control over their own body in some situations and control over their own thoughts. So the essential, um, the essential component of trauma treatment is to return that control. Um, so, but in order to do that, as we talked about last week, we talked about the hierarchy of needs, which needs comes first, which needs comes second, which needs comes come third. The first need is to restore a sense of safety. Next slide. Uh. مهمترین چیزی که اثر تراما هست اینه که کنترل یک شخص از کنترلی که داره روی بدن خود و فکرای خود رو ازش میگیره ازش میدوزه و مهمترین کاری که تراما هیلینگ میتونه انجام بده اینه که این این کنترل رو هم روی بدن هم فیزیکی هم فکری برگردونه به اون فرد و ما صحبت کردیم راجع به hierarchy of needs مطلوب یعنی اون چیزایی که هر یک فرد بهش احتیاج داره و اون چیزایی که پایین هست پایه هست باید باشه تا به نیدهای بالاتر یک دو سه بالاتر بتونه برسه و بنابراین از مهمترین چیزا این احساس و واقعیت امنیتیه که هر فرد اول به امنیت خودش لازم داره احتیاج داره تا بتونه به Okay, so the different, the different aspects of being safe, of feeling safe. You can feel safety as far as your body is concerned. You can feel safely, safety as far as your emotions are concerned, or your cognitions or thoughts, or your uh, physical surrounding and your relationship to other people. I'll explain each one of these separately. از نظر امنیت خودتون یکی یک بودش امنیت بدن خودتون هست یک بودش احساسهای خودتون هست یعنی از احساسهای خودتون ایجاد ترس و ناراحتی براتون نشه و 
امنیت دورور خودتون سراندینگزتون محل زندگی کار So as children, we develop a sense of safety around us and a sense of our own bodies and our ability to control our own bodies. Uh, so so the, the sense of safety that one gets in one's own body is the sense of being able to control one's own basic health needs um, and the sense of being able to control one's body rhythms, like sleeping uh, and waking and eating and things of this sort. So these are, these are, are just normal sort of senses of our being able to control our body. Then in the case of trauma, particularly torture, sometimes it's taken from us. از بچگی چیزی که یاد میگیریم حس میکنیم که مهم هست در زندگیمون این هستش که کنترل رو بدن خودمون خودمون داشته باشیم از نظر سلامتیمون از نظر خوابیدنمون که بیدار میشیم که میخوابیم دست خودمون باشه از نظر غذا خوردنمون و کلا وضعیتی که دور بر بدنمون هست برای راحت بودن خودمون این دست خود آدم بودن از بچگی مهم هست برامون و این چیزی هستش که به دست میاریم و شکنجه این کنترل رو خیلی وقتا از ما میگیره Now it's normal to have a sense of danger. I mean, it's adaptive and it's useful to be aware of what is dangerous in our environment. And this is a normal thing that everybody has to be able to do and it's a natural part of, of, of our evolution. خطر روانی برامون از همه نظر هست. همه جا هست و این طبیعیه که باشه و ما این حس خطر رو بکنیم برای اینکه بالاخره از این راه خودمون رو محافظه میکنیم ولی صحبت زیادی این حسش که ما میکنیم And we usually don't think very much about how our thoughts are paired with our feelings. If we're scared of something, we run, we don't think very much about the psychological process there. But In situations of trauma, that psychological process can get out of whack. We can have unrealistic fears related to things that we've experienced. معمولاً وقتی که در حالت عادی وقتی که از یه چیزی میترسیم فرار میکنیم و یک اکسالعمل طبیعی داریم. خیلی هم راجب این فکر نمیکنیم. یعنی ناراحتمون نمیکنه اگر از یه چیزی یه بار ترسیدیم. ولی وقتی که تراما کسی داره این اکسلعمل ها این اکسلعمل ها به رسای زندگی خیلی غیر عادی میشه و از کنترل و اون حالت اکسلعمل طبیعی خارج میشه So one of the goals of treatment is to develop new responses to determine when the connection between the way one feels about a stimulus in the environment and one's thoughts about that, that they're, that they're balanced and that they're healthy responses and not excessive. Uh, that's one of the goals of, of therapy. بنابراین یک سعی که ما داریم با ترپی اینه که اون اکسال عملی که یک کسی که تراما داره داره به زندگی به وضعیت عادی که هست اون اکسالعمل های غیر عادی رو بین اون واقعیت های زندگی و اون اکسالعمل های غیر عادی بیاییم و بتونیم اونا رو یواشواش بیشتر و بیشتر بیاریم در 
زیر کنترل طبیعی و عادی اون فرد. The other area of safety is safety in one's relationships with others. So if people have networks of friends or a spouse or partner uh, or, or other people that they depend on in different sorts of ways. And trauma can, inform, can, can change a person's sense of the safety of those relationships. رابطه‌های ما با کسای دیگر اگه تراما داشته باشیم هم میتونه عوض بشه و یک هدف تراپی اینه که اون احساسی که راجب رابطه های با دیگران داره یک کسی که تراما داره اونا رو یواش یواش درمان بکنه بهتر بکنه عادی تر بکنه So one of the things that a counselor will do is try to assess the network of people that support the trauma survivor the trauma victim and to help and to develop a safety plan so if that person feels particularly unsafe or if that person goes into some sort of a crisis that there's a network of people that can be called and can be relied upon to help care for the person over the short term. یه کاری که کانسلر میکنه اینه که ببینه که نتورک دور این آدم چی هست و برای حمایت و کمک و محبت کیارو داره تو زندگیش و ایجاد میکنه یه سیفتی پلن یه برنامه ایجاد امنیت برای اون شخص ترامتایز شده که اگر که در یک کرایسیس باشه چه واقعی چه در ذهن خودش اون نتورک رو بشه موبلایز کرد بشه دوباره اکتیف کرد که به این شخص کمک بکنه So now we're going to talk a little bit about treatment strategies. How does one take this information on fear and body fear and psychological fear and fear of relationships or fear of, one's, fear of, of losing one's relationships, and how does one turn that into, into a treatment strategy? Next slide. Hello, این ترسایی که وجود داره رجوع بدن خود آدم، دوروبری های خود آدم، وضعیت که هست، رابطه هایی که داره، همه اینا رو چجوری میشه دوباره روش کنترل داشت. یک شخصی که ترامتایز شده چجوری میتونه دوباره اون کنترل روی کل زندگیش رو خودش داشته باشه دوباره. So on this slide, on the, uh, I guess on the, um... Right on the right-hand side, you'll see an effective trauma, and then you'll see a desired effective treatment on the left. Okay, so in the slide, you see that the effects of trauma are seen, and the treatment that is appropriate So as we've already discussed in several of the lessons, trauma isolates people from others. So building those relationships again, helping the person reestablish those relationships breaks isolation. Likewise, trauma makes some, can make a person feel ashamed of themselves or ashamed of their body or ashamed that they were caught in this situation. So the, one of the antidotes is to build relationships that allow the person to understand that they were not at fault in this situation. که مثلا یک چیزی که پیش میاد اینه که کسی که ترامتایز شده خیلی دور میشه از دیگران ایزوله میشه از دیگران روابطش تعلق پیدا میکنه یواش یواش کمک بکنه مشاور که 
اون آدم رابطه ها رو دوباره بازسازی بکنه و اگر که کمبود اطمینان هست با دیگران یواش یواش کمکش بکنه که اون اطمینان رو برگردونه And finally, um, trauma makes a person feel less than human. It dehumanizes people and turns people into objects rather than into people. So one of the other objectives is to reconnect people with others because we define ourselves as human in relationship to others. خیلی وقتا خود اون آدم هم دیگه خودش رو به عنوان یک انسان نمیبینه به عنوان یک چیز میبینه و با نزدیک کردن اون فرد با دیگران اطمینان ایجاد کردن روابط ساختن این حس انسان بودن رو برمیگردونه So as a counselor, or even perhaps as a friend, or as a lawyer, or as somebody else working with a victim of trauma, one of, the, one of the things that, one of the goals of therapy is to connect the person to other people in their network so that they can reestablish a sense of self and a sense of worth uh, and a sense of their own humanity. Um, these slides may be a little bit repetitive, but some of this is important. So, so uh, just that's the overall goal of therapy. لانگیتی که با آدمای تروماتیز شده کار میکنن هدفی که دارن اینه که حس خوب از خود، حس ارزشی که برای خودشون دارن و حس انسانیت خودشون و نزدیکیشون با انسانهای دیگه اینو تقویت بدن و محکم بکنن. این یک استراتژی بزرگ هست برای درمان. Okay, next slide. This again summarizes what we've been talking about, that, that, uh, that, that the counselor can rebuild trust and autonomy and competence and the ability of the person to function in the world. But this is repetitive of what we said, so we'll go on to the next slide. And this also summarizes, again, um, um, what the therapeutic relationship, the relationship between the, the counselor and the survivor of torture or trauma, what it's intended to do. Um, and I think that the only thing that's new here in this one is that um, a counselor can take a moral stance. A counselor can reinforce with the person who's a victim of trauma Um, that the trauma committed against them, if it was committed in a crime or, or by another human being, can, can work with them to help understand that that act was an immoral act, that was not a moral act. So the only thing that's new about this slide is that part of the process of becoming empowered is understanding that the act committed against you was not something moral, that it was something wrong and immoral. مشاور و کسایی که کمک میکنن به این قربانی میتونن که یعنی این راه خیلی مهم هست که نشون بدن که این اتفاقاتی که افتاده این شکنجه یا این ظلم بد بوده و 
یعنی ظلم بودن این کار بد بودن این کار اینکه شکی نیست یا این باعث سوال نیست که این نمی باید باشه و این غلط بوده و کسی که این کار کردن کار بدی کردن اینو خیلی روشن بکنه براش وقتی که این روشن تر بشه و این اصطلاح قبول شده بشه قبول بشه تو ترافی این خودش کمک بزرگ هست به اون فرد So the counseling goals, these are the various goals. The, the slide after this will discuss how to measure them, what we look at to measure whether we're making any progress on these things. But these are the basic, the basic goals. Um, to regain trust, to regain empowerment, uh, to have a capacity to be aware of one's, of, of one's own thoughts and feelings, to be in healthy relationships, and to once again be able to enjoy life. در این سلاید هدف هایی هستش که ما رجبش صحبت کردیم یک ریویو هست از اون هدف های ترافی One of the most important things is that the physiological symptoms of trauma are measured, are, 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 are controllable, are managed somehow. Uh, very little progress can be made in other things when a person has constant nightmares or constant um, uh, uh, hyper arousal is always, is always on edge. حالت حس فیزیکی اون شخص درست بشه یعنی هیچ امکانی نیست برای به هدفهای دیگه رسیدن اگر که دائما اون شخص خواب بد میبینه ترس زیاد داره و هایپر ارازو داره یعنی اون اکسپلامل های خیلی بیش از حد نشون میده Now, if somebody loses a child, the feelings are never going to be fully tolerable. But maybe tolerable means not thinking about it every day or not thinking about it constantly or being able to somehow um, still be in a process of grief without the grief becoming overwhelming. So feelings sometimes don't ever go away. Bad feelings associated with trauma may remain for a lifetime. But the point here is for them to be managed in a way that keeps the person uh, productive and keeps the person from, um, from suffering undue harm, undue additional harm. احساس و خاطره بعد راجبه اون تراما خیلی امکانش هستش که برای کل زندگی آدم بمونه ولی هدف این هستش که اون احساس ها فکر کردن راجبه اون تجربه های بعد قابل تحمل باشه بشه برای اون فرد یعنی بتونه راجع به این چیزها صحبت بکنه فکر بکنه و جلوی زندگی عادیش کارش رابطه هاش زندگیش نگیره The next one is that the survivor has authority over his memories and what I mean by that is that the survivor gets to decide what the meaning of these events were in his or her life So the, it's not, you know, for example, if somebody is tortured or beaten by the police, they may be beaten by police because they're, they may think that they're bad somehow or that they did something wrong. But 
to give a person authority over the memories allows them to um, to decide what the meaning of the event was. کنترل راجی به معنی خاطره ها یعنی اینکه خود اون شخص بتونه تصمیم بگیره راجع به معنی این اتفاقای این تجربه هایی که داشته خیلی میتونه کمکش بکنه که یک ثبات تو زندگیش پیدا بکنه یعنی هر دفعه به یک به اون موضوع فکر میکنه یا برمیگرده یادش میاد اون معنی و اون تصمیم خودش ثابت بمونه و از این راه ثبات رو در کل ذهنیتش ایجاد بکنه And the next one is that the traumatic memory is um, is associated with appropriate feelings. In other words, if 20 years after an event, somebody is still really angry at another person and can't uh, and can't live day to day without feeling that intense anger, maybe one of the goals of therapy should be to allow the person not to be so angry or to reinterpret how and why they're angry so that that doesn't impede their life in other ways. احساسای مناسب خیلی مهمه که ایجاد بشه یعنی مثلا اگه یک کسی یک عصبانیت خیلی عمیق و زیادی داره برای اتفاقی یا یک رابطه که سالهای پیش بوده مشاور باید کمک بکنه که احساسای کمتر نرمتر ایجاد بشه و اون احساسهای خیلی با شدت رو یواش یواش کم بکنه و واقع بینتر بکنه اون شخص رو به اثر اون اتفاقاتی یا رابطه خیلی سال پیش داشته براش And finally, the person will have some sense, one of the ways to measure whether treatment has been successful, if the person has a sense of self-esteem, if the person feels okay about themselves, uh, and also if the person is able to reestablish or have healthy relationships with others. And all of these together uh, are the main, most important factors in deciding whether counseling has been successful. به به جای خوبی رسیده به هدفش رسیده اعتماد به نفس احساس خوب راجع به خودش و اینکه میتونه آیا میتونه با کسای دیگه رابطه های خوب بسازه اینا باز چیزایی هستش که اگر وجود داشته باشه ما میتونیم بگیم که ترپی به طرف درست رفته و به هدف داره میرسه یا رسیده Okay, next slide. Scott, should we take some questions? Sure. Um, okay, uh, sure. Does, are there any questions right now about about this? This this maybe is an important slide. Does anybody have any questions about this? So let me ask a question um, about the, the experiences with therapy in Iran. Um, I'm curious to see if uh, uh, people in the classroom think that this sort of methodology من برای مهمه که ببینیم شما چه نظری دارین فکرتون چی هست و آیا در ایران همچین روشی و همچین فکری راجع به تراپی آیا حاکم هست داره اجرا میشه Does anybody have any other idea of how you would measure whether whether a person has recovered from trauma Is there another 
more specific measure that you would use or another way that you would decide, okay, this person's better now? این آدم داره بهتر میشه یا بهتر شده خوب شده دیگه آیا از راه دیگه ای میتونیم اینو بفهمیم به جز این هفته user 16 is saying uh, here they, they prescribe drugs more than anything else uh, and just tell them to sleep you know get drugs and tell them to sleep it off well actually Sometimes the best practice is some combination of medication and therapy. The problem with drugs alone is that drugs doesn't address the meaning of what happened to people, and it doesn't deal with all the other sorts of relationship problems that might develop from trauma. So drugs can be helpful, but not just sleep drugs. It has to be rather specific drugs that are used to treat depression or anxiety. <laughs> کامبینیشن مخلوط تراپی صحبت کردن و دارو میتونه خیلی کمک باشه ولی با صحبت کردن با تراپی هستش که معنی اتفاقات و فکر اون آدم تغییر پیدا میکنه دارو میتونه کمک بکنه که آرامش پیدا بکنه و اون وضعیت اول رو کمتر بکنه یعنی اون ترسا و اون ترس زیاد کمتر بشه ولی به تنها دراغ نمیتونه کمک باشه یعنی کمک کامل باشه و مخصوصا دراغی که فقط خواباور هست به تنها کمک زیادی اصلا نمیتونه باشه I also noticed that somebody mentioned exercise, and exercise is good for everything. It's not just good for mental health issues, but it's also good just physically good. But the problem with drugs and exercise, for example, is that if somebody's lost a child, that doesn't really change the – it doesn't allow the person to come to terms with how they feel about having lost that child, for example. Maybe religion can do that. Maybe close friendships can do that. But also there's a role for therapy to help a person with that sort of thing. ورزش هم میبینم که یوزر 47 میگن ورزش و دارو با هم دیگه میتونه معصل باشه بله ولی ورزش خوبیش برای فقط روانی هم نیستش خب خیلی فیزیکی هم کمک میکنه کلا برای همه چی خوبه ولی مثلا کسی که یک بچه بچهش از دست داده با ورزش کردن و قرص خوردن به تنها که نمیتونه معنی و فهم معنی این قمت زندگیش رو بفهمه و دین و مذهب و دوستی های خوب میتونه کمک باشه ولی خب با تراپی با صحبت کردن عمیق میتونه خیلی کمک بیشتری بگیره این بر Okay, one person is commenting about taking uh, drugs and sleeping for you know as much as 24 hours Um, a user 104 saying that family is very important. I think both of those are true. One of the things that sometimes happens uh, is that uh, psychiatrists sometimes um, prescribe very powerful sedatives, which is not always a good idea over the long term. Uh, family, of course, is, is, is extremely important, and, and maybe even more so in Iranian culture. Uh, you know, family is ultimately the source of support for a, for a person. But uh, the, the prescription of drugs that 
for a person to sleep 24 hours, that, that could be a little bit difficult, especially if this goes on for a long time. دارو که خیلی طولانی مدت کسی بخوابه این خوب نیست یعنی باعث مشکل میتونه بشه خانواده خیلی مهم هست البته also um, uh, user um, 16 is saying Scott that um, he or she got busy taking cooking classes and uh, computer classes and and just becoming more engaged was, was helpful we also have a question. Um, we have a question. The moderator can help. This person is asking uh, about trust. Um, he uh, asked this question before. He's been in prison and uh, suffered uh, torture, and um, he's not able to trust people, even people close to him. He's not able to help, get help from them. And even about basic things in life, uh, he has a hard time asking for, for help. So what can he do to be able to repair himself in, in this capacity and be able to trust and become close to people again? Well, I think one of the things is to start with is not to expect progress too quickly, to reestablish relationships with people that he feels safe around. Um, uh, a, a more limited number of people at first and then expand outwards for that. But it's important to keep the connection open with other people. And it's also important, um, well, we'll start with that and then I've got another comment for that. و در این حال مهمه که اونجایی که میتونین این ارتباطتون رو با اون آدم ها باز نگردارین یعنی کاری نکنین که کاملا یک آدم که براتون مهمه یا بهتون نزدیکه دور بشه ازتون و یه چیز دیگه هم داره که به شما بگه الان میگن And so, for example, today we're talking about cognitive behavioral therapy. And what a person who does cognitive behavioral therapy might say is that maybe this person wants to visit a friend. But when he goes to visit the friend, he feels somehow ashamed of himself. He feels like, oh, I haven't been a very good friend in the past, or I'm damaged now and my friend doesn't like me in the same way. These negative thoughts may not be realistic thoughts. So cognitive behavioral therapy allows the person to identify those thoughts and realize that those thoughts might be from a physiological nervousness from being traumatized, and then to recognize those thoughts as not, not useful thoughts. And, and I'll continue in a second, but that's a lot to translate. خیلی وقتا ما الان صحبت کارگنیتیف ترپی میکنیم به خاطر اینه که میتونه کمک بکنه همون حسی که شما میگین این حسی یواش یواش بهتر بشه اصلاح بشه مثلا شما میخواین برین پیش یه دوستتون میبینین وقتی میرین بهش نزدیک میشین خجالت میکشین که ازش خیلی وقت دور بودین دوست خوبی براش نبودین اصلا خیلی ارتباط دیگه نداری یا شاید بکنین که اون آدم دیگه شما رو همونجوری نمیبینه یا خوب نمیبینه فکر میکنه شما دیگه به صدمه خورده هستین این 
فکر و احساس های شما خیلی وقتها به نتیجه همون تراما هست زدن بریم با کاغنیتیف تراپی با مشاور دیدن با پزشک دیدن میتونه کمک پیدا بکنیم یعنی میتونیم که این یواش یواش این فکرها عوض بشه و واقع بینتر بشیم از این نظر یعنی اون فکرها اون فکرها مفید نیست براتون وقتی که دارین سعی میکنین نزدیک بشین به بقیه و کاغنیتیف تراپی The other thing I wanted to say about that is that there's a physiological response to trauma that can lead a person to have negative thoughts. So a person maybe has been traumatized in the past and has an upset stomach and is feeling very nervous and not feeling and just not feeling well, not feeling physically well. Now that kind of physiological process can also lead the person to have these negative thoughts about himself. He can think I'm not worthy or or that uh or or or, or feel fear, maybe more fear than he would have felt before this these things happened to him. So establishing understanding the connection between what's going on physiologically and the negative thoughts and then stopping the negative thoughts so that the and, so that the person can act, can move ahead. That's the basis of cognitive behavioral therapy. یک اثرهای فیزیولوژیک هست یعنی بدنی هست از تراما مثلا شما شاید دل درد دارین خیلی یا احساس ضعیفی میکنین اینا هم از نتیجه های تراما هست و یا ترس هایی دارین که اون ترس ها جلوی زندگی عادیتون رو میگیره اینا اثرهای خیلی فیزیکی هست از تراما و کاغنیتیف تراپی میتونه به شما کمک بکنه که اون کنترل رو دوباره رو خودتون داشته باشین و بتونین در دنیا در زندگی اون اکشن اون فعالیت اون وجود خودتون که میخواین داشته باشین رو دوباره داشته باشین uh, We also have a question from user 19 Is that right? Uh, thanking the user for the question um, So The, the 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 recurring problem is that because of the torture and the fact that when the torture was was happening, he couldn't uh, escape it or defend himself. Now that he is free, now that he is able to react as he wants, when people get close to him, rather than accept that or invite that, he uh, resists and reacts defensively, violently, and is always trying to evade. And um, One of the reasons that, that life is, is, is so difficult for people who in Iran uh, come out of prison and are torture survivors is that after prison they also can't have normal lives because they cannot work and many normal uh, opportunities in life are denied to them because they have a history of being a political prisoner. So um, all of this sort of combines so that he, he often feels that he can't get close to people or there's no benefit to becoming close to people. And so he has a hard time um, being interested and, and wanting and, and developing friendship. Yeah, this, this is a difficult problem. And, and I, 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 I feel 
that I, I wish there, it, it, things could be different for this gentleman. I, it's, it, it's a very difficult situation. We're going to talk more today about the connection between the stress centers of the brain and how they affect thought. Because I think cognitive behavioral therapy over the long term allows a person to more easily recognize that, uh, that anxiety and, and, and the physiological reaction that a person has leads to thoughts that can be negative uh, and that can prevent this kind of closeness. Um, so we're going to talk more about that today a little bit. And we're also, uh, I think in the future module, we're going to be providing some relaxation exercises. But I, I wish that, again, I wish that I had an easy or a quick way to, to improve the situation. اولا اینکه این وضعیت خیلی سختیه خیلی مشکله و میگن که دوست داشتن که همچین واقعیتی رو برای شما نبود یعنی دوست ندارن که شما همچین ناراحتی رو دارین و واقعا سخت هست صحبت خاگنیتیف ترپی که خواهیم کرد راجب اون اثرهای سکسی که میذاره اکسالعمل های سکسیه که مثبت نیست یعنی در از ایجاد کمک نیست برای شما و جلوی اون کمکی که خودتون به خودتون میتونین بکنین بدین و یا بقیه میتونن به شما بدن یه سری فکرها جلوی اونو میگیره رجب اون صحبت میکنیم برای که خواهیتیف ترپی سعی میکنه که اون اکسل عملها اون فکرهایی که مثبت نیست مفید نیست اونا رو یواش یواش تغییر بده عوض بکنه بهترشون بکنه و زمنان رجب آرامش، ریلکسیشن صحبت میکنیم که اونم بالاخره کاری هستش که شما خودتونم برای خودتون میتونین انجام بدین که آرامش پیدا بکنین و از این را هم خب خیلی از این مشکل ها بتونین خودتون به خودتون کمک کنین از نظر نزدیک تر شدن به بقیه آیا کسی دیگه هستش که سوال داشته باشه یا چیزی رو بخواد مطرح بکنه از تجربیات خودش یا از چیزایی که با بقیه تجربه کرده در جامعه دیده تا چه حد این صحبت هایی که حالا کردیم براتون فکر میکنین قابل اجرا هست در اون جامعه در این وضعیت میشه اجرا کرد ممنون از شما This person is saying that um, in following along your, your teaching so far and the symptoms and, the, and the, the types of characteristics of trauma healing, he realizes that he's 30-40% better now. But he still has negative thoughts that, in his words, he can't erase. And some of these are for the, the, the symbolic sort of triggers that happen with uh, seeing certain things. For example, if he sees a knife or he thinks about the torture that he suffered, or if he sees alcohol, he remembers how the alcohol was used To, um, to burn his skin in prison. And, and these triggers also include when he sees people on the street, sometimes he thinks that they look like his interrogators and his torturers, or he, he uh, hears names of, that, that make him recall the, the uh, pseudonymous names that the, the people, uh, the, the prison guards and interrogators and torturers use. Or, and also another effect is that Um, he's sort of hypersensitive now, so when he hears about the hurricane in the United States or the earthquake in um, Iranian Azerbaijan, he, he immediately gets teary-eyed, and he's become very, very sensitive now. 
Well, all of these, all of what he's feeling is very natural and very normal, and this is very common for people that have been through what he's been through to feel. So he, first off, he should understand that it's very normal. The other thing is it's good to make a plan. So if the person is feeling some difficulty in connecting with other people, maybe figure out a way to, to, to meet with other people in a safe place where this person feels that he has control over the situation. So if knives are a problem, then obviously you would not go to a restaurant, for example, but you might go to a tea house where he can sit by the door so that he can feel like he can leave if he needs to leave. Or otherwise find safe places where he has some control over the environment and then continue to meet with friends and continue to expand his social networks because it's really important to have a network of, of friends and family uh, and to reconnect with friends and family. That's, that's a, a really useful thing to do. But try to set up those things in a way where he has some control over the environment. That might be helpful. وضعیتی که توش هستین کاملا طبیعی و خیلی عادی هست یعنی اکسالعمل های خیلی طبیعی و عادی هست به همون که قبلا گفتیم یک واقعیت فوقلد غیر طبیعی و غیر عادی و ظلم بزرگ مهم میتونه کمک باشه برای شما که یک برنامه سازی بکنیم برای خودتون که یواش یواش ولی به طور دائم در وضعیت هایی برین باشین در جاهایی برین و که احساس نسبتا احساس امنیت بکنین یعنی مثلا اگه جایی که وجود کارت زیاد باشه مثل مثلا رستوران برای شما ناراحت کننده هست مثلا اونجا نرین ولی یک قهوه خونه ای که حس خوبی دارین توش میتونین نزدیک در بشینین هر وقت بخواین راحت بتونین بلندشین برین احساس حق شدن توش نکنین خلاصه جاهایی رو انتخاب بکنین که حس خوبی توش دارین به طور کلی و در اون جاها آدمهایی که حالا اگرم الان به هیچ کسی نزدیک نیستین ولی یه موقعی با کسایی نزدیک بودین با اون آدمها بشینین و هی این ملاقات ها این دیدار ها این دوستی ها رو هی به مرور زمان یواش یواش ولی دائم بیشترش بکنیم چرا برای اینکه این نگه داشتن رفیق و دوست برای کل این پروسس بهتر شدن خیلی مهم هست و شما اگه نتیجه رو بلافاصله نبینین در این نمیشه برای اینکه همینجوری این ارتباطات و این صحبت ها و دیدن های دوستا رو قطع بکنید شما این کار رو باید بکنید حتما به مرور زمان یواش یواش و جاهایی که احساس امنیت میکنید براتون جای نسبتا راحت و دنج و خوب و با سفایی باشه So I'd say that the central idea of cognitive behavioral therapy is to be aware of how the brain and the body physiologically react to stress and how that leads to negative thoughts. And then with that awareness, with that self-awareness, try to, over time, to begin to control those negative thoughts and, and, and then until they become less powerful over time. That's the, center, that's the central idea of cognitive behavioral therapy. So let me translate. Um, uh, the 
in, in the, the point you made about a safe surrounding, finding locations that are um, that are calming and, and, and tolerable. Uh, he said that after after he was released from prison, they got a home specifically with a lot of windows and, and natural light, so that it would be unlike a prison as much as possible. And this this was helpful. But he has because of the, the what he's suffered, he has uh, very low vision. And so, and, and this is very difficult because, for example, at night, if something as, as small as a leaf falls on his leg, he, he wakes up with a sense of, of deep fear because he can't really, really see well, doesn't know what it is. And even though, and even though he was in prison three years ago, and it's been quite some time now, he says, um, he still has very bad dreams at night, and he, he dreams about hot rope or um, execution, and he's been to a lot of psychologists, but he, and, he's, and he's taken various drugs, but these symptoms ha really have not improved. And I asked him what has what ha has helped, what has improved, and he said what's really helped there are friends and his uh, wife, because his wife uh, maintains a positive um, outlook and attitude all the time, and tries to get him um, uh, busy and, and really kind of active and, and doing things. But even with all of that, if there are too many people around, he he gets it just it just um, he can't tolerate it. He can't tolerate children's voices very much because uh, voices tend to remind him of voices he heard in prison or voices that weren't even real, but they were recorded voices of people suffering in prison. And so he just has very low tolerance. Yeah, again, this is, this is normal. It's difficult, but it is normal. And these symptoms can recede over time. So I, I think that uh, we better go on more with the presentation now, just because we've got a, slot, a lot of slides to cover. But um, but I, I think that, that over time these, these symptoms can recede, uh, and maybe we'll talk more about cognitive behavioral therapy and how some of those ideas might be useful for him. اثر خوب بتونه بیاره براتون و الان بهتره که با صحبت‌های کاگنیتیو تریپیمون ادامه بدیم قبلا آقای اسکات گفتن که سلف اوورنس آگاهی از خود از چیز هدف‌های مهم هست و در ضمن خب خود اون یک روش هم هست یعنی یک راهکارم هست برای بهتر شدن شما هر چقدر از خودتون باخبرتر باشین، نزدیکتر به خودتون و ذهنیت و فکر خودتون باشین، خودش یک کمک هست و اون فکر و اکسالعمل های نامناسب یا منفی یا غیر مفید رو میتونین کمتر بکنین I translated the part that you had already mentioned before the follow-on um, um, comments from the students. Um, let's go on then, uh, if we can. Uh, let's go to the next slide. Uh, we might skip a couple of slides here. Let's let's skip this one. Um, okay. So we're going to just refresh our memory just real quick on the physiology of trauma. 
So uh, I think we'll skip to the next slide after this one as well. Okay. So now, as I said a little while ago, with cognitive behavioral therapy, um, the, the brain and the body reacts in a certain way to trauma, and this continues to react this way sometimes long after the trauma, as we've just heard from, from our program participant here. اینجوری که از دوستانمون شنیدیم اثر تراما روی خود مغز یعنی فیزیک مغز اثرش خیلی طولانی مدت هست سالها میمانه So we're going to talk about what goes on physiologically within the brain and how this can create these negative thoughts because in a way knowing the science of it how the physiology works may be reassuring for people because they can realize that this is that the negative thoughts they have maybe are 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 not um don't really reflect reality so much they might reflect just a, a difficulty with 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 what's going on in the brain after trauma باز کمکمون میکنه در اون پروسس کاگنیتیو تراپی که تغییر بدیم عکس العملمون. This little thing I just circled here is called the amygdala and it's a part of the brain that's a part of the brain that that processes fear. If somebody's afraid, that's the first the sensation of being afraid is generated there and then goes to the adrenal glands which cause the production of adrenaline and cortisone and other hormones that make a person's heart race and then feel fear. So the amygdala answers the question for the brain, is this dangerous? The, the amygdala decides whether something's dangerous. And the prefrontal cortex, which is this part on the outside of the brain, this is the one that decides, that mediates, that, that, that tells the amygdala, no, it's not so dangerous, or yes, it really is a dangerous. This frontal part of the brain is the part of the brain that allows the person to mediate the, the sense of fear. خطری که هست یا نیست یا تا چه حدی هست این رو اون جای مغز که تصمیم میگیره راجبش همون امیگدولا نیستش که اول اون رو حس میکنه این جای دیگه مغز که بهش اشاره میشه اینجا هستش که یه واسطه هست بین اون دیدن یا حس کردن یا بو کردن شنیدن اول و این تصمیم گرفتن راجبش که تا چه حدی این تصویر اتفاق خطرناک باعث ترس برداره من بشه and the hippocampus which is this funny curved thing right here this area right here this is the part of the brain that processes memory that works on how the brain remembers things over the long term and that's that makes decisions about whether a memory is processed like just a fact or whether it's an emotional or physical memory. 
تصمیم میگیره مغز که چجوری راجع به این در آینده فکر بکنه خاطره راجع به این موضوع این تجربه این دوران ضبط شدنش رو تصمیم میگیره که آیا چجوری باشه So if something happens that's frightening the amygdala tells the prefrontal cortex here and it tells the hippocampus at the same time it tells them both at the same time that something dangerous is going on so if this part of the brain is excessively stimulated and it can cause a feedback loop where this part of the brain is telling the memory that this is frightening the memory is telling the brain the last time this happened this was terrible and so there's a cycle where it goes back and forth and and more and more stimulate the amygdala و هیپوکامپوس پیام میرسونه که بدونه ب... که تا چه حد این رو باید ضبط بکنه چقدر عمیق باید ضبط بشه این خطری که بوده که بعد در آینده هم از اونجا به اون با, با شدتی که جلوی مغز این واقعیت رو تقسیم بندی میکنه در آینده هم بر مبنای همونی که اون موقع اتفاق افتاده And over time, this part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, can gradually work on relaxing these other two parts of the brain, the hippocampus and the amygdala. You know, this part of the brain here can, this is the part for reason, and the person can say, okay, sitting in the tea shop right now is not as dangerous as my memory and my amygdala are telling me. It's actually not that dangerous. Uh, so this is the sort of intellectual part of the brain. Over time, this intellectual part of the brain can gradually work on ways to relax these other parts of the brain, which are are exaggerated. The response is exaggerated because of trauma. But of course, in general, this is the prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that is exaggerated. دیگری بفرسته به امگدلا و هیپوکامپوس یعنی میتونه بهشون به اونجا بگه که میتونی آرومتر فکر بکنی به این واقعیت این واقعیت دور شده از دست میتونی آرومتر راجبش فکر بکنی میتونی کمتر راجبش فکر بکنی خوبی اینجا هستش که رو پریفانتروکورتکس ما میتونیم از طریق کارمیتیف ترپی کنترل پیدا بکنیم و اون پیام رو خودمون برسونیم مرتب از ریلکسیشن در از و از کارگیتی این کار رو میتونیم انجام بدیم So again I want to emphasize if something really bad happens to you there's a very good reason for the amygdala to tell the hippocampus to remember it and there's a very good reason for the hippocampus to excite the amygdala when the same thing happens again so this is a normal process The feelings that somebody has of sudden fear, especially if they were a victim of torture or trauma, this is a normal process. It's just that it's gotten a little bit out of control. اون پیام اول اون اون تصمیم اول که تراما به وجود میاد اون خودش یک عکس العمل طبیعیه برای اینکه اون خطر خطر واقعی بوده و مغز باید بره تو اون حالت دفاع شدید از خودش ولی بعدن که اون واقعیت عوض میشه و آدم در اون شرایط نیست از 
همین راه کارنیتیف ترپی میتونه پریفرانتال کورتکس پیام های دیگه ای به اون قسمت بفرسته به امیدولا و هیبوکامپروت بفرسته که در از یک آرامشی به وجود دید. So, this part of the brain can do a couple of things. For one thing, it can say to the other part of the brain, this negative feeling I'm feeling right now is not actually realistic. So, I'm going to, I'm going to disregard this negative feeling and I'm going to go ahead and do something. I'm going to go to the tea shop, for example. The other thing that this part of the brain can do is it can tell the other parts of the body to relax. This part of the brain can say, okay, remember I need to do breathing exercises or some relaxation technique right now because my body is, is excited because of this problem here. So now I just needed to, to remind myself to do, for example, breathing exercises. So this can work on both thoughts and on feelings, and the feelings it can work on by doing different ways of relaxing the body. جلوی مغز میتونه به شما یک کمکی باشه موقعی مخصوصا که اون قسمت صدمه دیده به شما داره میگه که این کار نباید بکنی این کار خطرناکه اون موقعی که اون حسو میکنین از کمک از جلوی مغز میتونیم بگیریم که در از با فکر انتلیکشول تر راشنال تر از عقل بیشتر استفاده بکنیم که بگیم که اوکی این شرایط من الان فرق میکنه واقعیتش اینه که خطرناک نیست و من میتونم خودم رو تو این شرایط بذارم و با کمک مثلا نفس عمیق کشیدن یا خودم رو یه مدت بشینم فکرای آرومی بکنم یا تصور بکنم که در یه جای خیلی آرومی هستم خودم رو بتونم تحمل این شرایط رو داشته باشم و این تجربه رو بکنم که مثلا با دوستم تو این خیابون را برم الان. Okay, we're going to go on for a few more slides. And I wanted to answer the questions because I think that they're important. Okay, one more. So, again, this slide just summarizes what I've already said. This is the, 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 the way that cognitive behavioral counseling works. Maybe we should go on to the next slide. Um, so, a cognition is more than just a thought. A cognition is a combination of a thought and a feeling, and the two are sometimes linked. So, for example, if we are feeling um, particularly sad or or or, or Uh, or, or bad about something or ashamed or embarrassed by something, then the thoughts that we're going to have about this subject but about other subjects might be negative at the same time. So feelings and thoughts together, that's what, that's what you can call cognition. Cognition, موقعی هستش که شما میتونین فکر و حس و با همدیگه بپیبندین که شما شاید مثلا یک حس خیلی بدی راجع به یه چیزی دارین. ولی از فکرتون کمک بگیرین که بدونین که اون چیز در از چیز بدینی. کازمیشن یعنی یک پیوند فکرتون و احساستون که میدونین که احساستون چیه و در این ولی در این حال میتونین تصمیم گیری آنگلانه راجع به اون وضعیت یا اون آدم یا اون جایی که هستین بگیرین. Okay, so here there's a relationship between thought and feeling and behavior. All three of them influence each other. So, for example, 
a negative thought or a negative feeling might lead them to uh, uh, a behavior like avoiding meeting with a friend. The thought might be, or the feeling might be, I'm embarrassed of myself or I'm ashamed for some reason. The thought might be, I'm worthless. The behavior might be, I'm not going to visit with my friend. Yes, says the Lizarin as a thought, faith, and rational. و میتونید شما مثلا یه حس خیلی بدی داشته باشین راجبه یه آدم بگین که این آدم آدم خوبی نیست فکرتون این باشه که این آدم آدم خوبی نیست و عملی که انجام میدین اینه که این آدم رو دیگه نبینیم And of course the response to that might be that the feeling of being ashamed maybe because the person hasn't been working this much or for some other thing like that Maybe that feel, feeling is not really realistic. Maybe there's a reason for that. And so then the thought, the person can modify the thought and then can modify the behavior. But if the person is aware of the, how a feeling turns into a thought that turns into a behavior and how that be, behavior then reinforces the feeling, that's, it's important to be aware of that cycle because breaking a negative cycle is a really important thing to do. Here the منفی رو بشکنین باید بین این فکر و احساستون بتونین بیاین اینترونشن داشته باشین یعنی خودتون رو وسطش بذارین و اول برای این کار مهم هستش که فرق این حستتون رو یعنی احساستون رو و فکرتون و عملی که انجام میدین رو اولا این ستا رو چیز مشخص و فرق Let's ask from some feedback, but let's also tell them that 
but because this particular lesson is really important, I'm going to start with some of this uh, the, for the next class as well, because I, I, I want to make sure that we go through cognitive behavioral carefully. چون موضوع کاغنیتیو بیهیویر ترپی خیلی مهم هست ما دفعه دیگه راجبش صحبت میکنیم و این قسمت رو به اصطلاح یواشتر راجبش جلو میریم با هم دیگه ولی الان میخوایم بدونیم که شما فکرتون راجب این این چرخه منفی و کلا این رابطه احساس و فکر بودن آدم و اون فکر کردن و بین اینها اومدن و یه شکافی به وجود آوردن که آدم بتونه خودش یه کنترل پیدا بکنه راجب اون راجب تفکر خودش دوان خودش شما نظرتون چیه یا تا چه حد فکر میکنین این قابل پذیر هست میشه یوزر چلو هست میگه اینکه من با این مشکل و این, این راحلا امتحان کردم و هشتاد درست از مفید بود نتیجه نشون داده آیا کسی هستش که بخواد تجربه خودش رو یا فکر خودش رو راجع به این روش بگه اگه نه که ادامه میدیم I think what we'll do is we'll just talk more about this negative cycle, and then we, when we stop next time, we'll talk about how the negative cycle is interrupted. But maybe if we go on two slides more, the next slide and then the following one. There we go. So this is a, an example of a negative thought cycle. So maybe people can think of some of those or ask any other questions, and then we'll continue on from here when we meet again on Wednesday. Okay, let's go to the next slide then. So the purpose of cognitive behavioral therapy is then to help break this unhealthy cycle. So this can be done by identifying what particular cycles, what, what particular internal dialogue people have. You know, people are talking to themselves in their heads all day long. We all do it. And so by helping to identify what that internal dialogue is in our heads, talking about whether that's really rational or helpful, and then figuring out ways to recognize when those thoughts occur and stop them or divert them to something else. That's cognitive behavioral therapy. And I see there's a question, so I'll wait for that one. Yes, dialogue is a conversation تصمیم هایی که میگیریم راجع به یک واقعیت میتونه به ما کمک بکنه یا نه و این دیالوگ رو تغییر دادن یعنی نتیجه گیری که از یک شخص یا یک واقعیت داریم اونو بتونیم تغییر بدیم اون دیالوگ رو به یک سمت دیگه ببخشید ببریم اونه که میتونه به ما کمک بکنه و یه سری سکتر رو اصلا به طور پولی so there's a question from 104 saying it depends on two things. It depends on who who is the instigator of the trauma. 
So, for example, you know, I, I'm assuming the person means that if it is your father like it was on the slide, then it's quite different than if it was, um, say, for example, a torturer. And also that you might forgive it in the here and now, um, but uh, in the longer term, you might not necessarily come to terms with it or the the apology because it's it's a loved one, you might accept their apology, but the scars may remain. That's correct. I, there is a difference between this example and an example of somebody who you don't know who abuses you really strongly. Um, and as a result, the negative thoughts might be, might be different. So, for example, um, if you were beaten up by police or something, uh, the negative thought might be, um, you know, you might feel somehow less. You you might lose self-esteem. You might think that you're you're less. You know, if you're treated like a criminal, sometimes you can feel. You can internalize some of that, and you can begin to feel as if perhaps somehow you've done something wrong. So that might might be a different negative thought cycle for somebody very different than, for example, in a, a family member. Vale, uh, در سر چهار خیلی بستگی داره به اینکه شما فکرتون راجبه چه کسی هست مثلا مشکلتون با پدرتون باشه خب میتونه خیلی فرق بکنه فرقای اساسی داشته باشه با اینکه با پلیس باشه کسی که نمیدونین نمیشناسین جزء خانوادهتون نیست و اثرهایی که از اونم میاد خب باعث میتونه فرق بکنه there is a question from user 381 uh, asking, person is asking if this cycle is about just people in prison or does it apply to all? So maybe we can close with that. Well, um, we use the example of prison because, um, just because it seems to be something that a lot of people um, understand and, and care about. But cognitive behavioral therapy can be used for different sorts of trauma. So, for example, um, if a person, uh, maybe if, if a family member was killed in an earthquake and they still remain very scared of being inside, and when they're inside an enclosed building, maybe they start having feelings of guilt that, you know, why didn't I, you know, uh, why didn't I get my child out before the earthquake hit, or maybe I'm a bad person for doing this, or, or, or some sort of thing. People can have negative thoughts, even from natural disasters. So cognitive behavioral therapy is useful for, for other, other, um, other forms of trauma as well. تحقیقات میکنیم و با هم دیگه صحبت میکنیم راجبش درست برای هر جور تراما و کلن هر جور ناراحتی مطرح هست Okay, so what we're going to talk about uh, it's too late now to talk about this for right now but what we're going to talk about um, in the next session is we're going to talk about specifically about psychoeducation we're going to talk about relaxation and stress management techniques Those are two things. 
راجب سایکو ادویکیشن یعنی آموزش روانی صحبت میکنیم و راجب آرامش و ریلکسیشن صحبت میکنیم. Then the other thing we're going to talk about is processes by which people can challenge unhealthy thoughts. So how do you recognize an unhealthy thought and how do you challenge it? That's called cognitive restructuring. And then we're going to talk about how people can practice those skills. So those are, those are the parts of this training that we're going to continue with on Wednesday. اون فکرها و اکسلامل های ناسالم رو میتونه تغییر بده یعنی cognitive restructuring یعنی اون بنیادها رو تغییر دادن عوض کردن بازدازی کردن اونا رو صحبت میکنیم و این اجراش چجوری شما میتونید این رو پرکتیس بکنین راجب اینها صحبت میکنیم Um, and should we also mention about the discussion forum one more time and to invite their continued participation? Yes, please. If you could just say that uh, certainly we'll be responding to the discussion forum uh, probably this afternoon, I hope this afternoon, and we'll be responding to that. And, and, and again, my apologies. Uh, I didn't realize it was something unconnected to this particular blackboard. Okay. این مشارکت خوبتون را در دیسکشن فورم داشته باشین کسایی که این مشارکت رو همیشه رو نکردن حتما بیاین فعال بشین و آقای پورتمن به سوال ها و فکر شما جواب خواهد داد اونجا User 104 is saying that in this class being in this class has made me quite um, aware of my negative thoughts and I'm having some Uh, shaky hands and things like that, and wanted to know your thoughts about that also. Well, th this is, first off, it, the only thing I can say, and again, I'm thousands of miles away, the only thing I can say is that these reactions are normal, and the person can concentrate on breathing deeply and 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 realize that, that, that this is temporary. Uh, and And so, There's, there's not a lot I can do about that except to say that this is normal and a person can practice breathing deeply, and, and, uh, and we will talk more about relaxation techniques in the next session. Thank you. User Sadashawar, I'm going to ask یادآوری یه سری فکرها و ناراحتی الان برای شما ایجاد کرده و این کاملا طبیعی هست و مهمه که شما اینو بدونین که طبیعی هست یه کاری که میتونین بکنین فوری و واقعا نتیجه نشون میده نفس آروم یواش و عمیق بکشین اینو هر, هر موقع که رس زیاد دارین بکنین این کارو خیلی مفیده و اینو به خودتون بگین که این فکری که الان شما دارین این عکس العملی که شما دارین موقتی هست همیشه باهاتون نمیمونه خواهد رفت و خود این فکر کمک خواهد کرد بهتون اوکی اوکی ول تانکس ایوریبادی فور اٹندینگ تودی آی تھنک دیٹ کنکلودز فور ناو انلس درز ادر کوئسچنز اینڈ وی ول سی یو آن ونسڈے مارننگ اور ونسڈے افٹرنون یور ٹائم
تشکر از همگی و اگه سوال فکر دیگه نیست ما شما رو پس فردا میبینیم تشکر از همگی شبتون بخیر Good night to everybody Thank you Bye bye